0: culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Last week, the Australian Christian Lobby launched its own national election campaign and this time around with hundreds of thousands of supporters and powered by an army of 7,700 active volunteers expect big things. National Director of Politics for the ACL is Wendy Francis, and Wendy is back with us. Hi, Wendy. Welcome back to Twenty Twenty.
1: Thanks, as always, for having me, Neil.
0: Interestingly, Wendy, some listeners will be saying, "I thought it was political parties that had campaigns, but the Australian Christian Lobby has its own national election campaign. You've got a real sort of uh, a real motive in what you're doing. Can you give us some insight here?"
1: We really do and um, as is the case with most state elections but also the federal election, we do run our own campaign. Um, This one's a little bit different, Neil, because we really want people to take the responsibility themselves to investigate their candidates. We're going to help them, of course, but our whole campaign is to tell people... Vote for people this time over parties. Don't just vote according to whatever party you've always voted for. Don't go particularly for any particular colour. Let's look at the real people because what we've found in recent days, even in as recent as the Religious Discrimination Bill, is that no matter which party you're in, we find people who support good policy and people who oppose good policy. And so we need good people in there, no matter what colour they are.
0: Is it fair enough to say, Wendy, that when you're talking about those who support good policy and those who support bad policy might come down to some of the recent issues with the Religious Discrimination Bill?
1: Well, that's a really good example of it because certainly um, the Religious Discrimination Bill, one of the largest impacts that it's going to have on is Christian schooling or or faith-based schooling, to be honest. Uh, But certainly what happened was that uh, the vast majority of both sides of politics agreed with the Religious Discrimination Bill and it passed through the lower house chamber. But when it came to going to the Senate, there was... Uh, some amendments put forward by the Labor and the Greens who all voted for it and a number of the more modern, so they call them liberals as well, supported these amendments and they would have made it a lot harder for Christian schools to operate according to their ethos. And so rightly we say the Prime Minister then pulled the legislation, he pulled the bill and we supported that being pulled. So um, it did make a difference, just the ones and twos of, of different parties who, who really push for, um, for things that we would say would, would not be truthful, not be godly, uh, that makes a difference. And so we're saying to people, take note of individuals, take note of people, um, rather than just voting according to a party line.
0: Because at that time, with the Religious Discrimination Bill, we came within minutes or hours of actually losing Christian schools, being able to maintain their own ethos. That's how serious that is. And uh, there were certain MPs that didn't vote according to their own party and really voted in an anti-Christian stance. It was almost as though they were attacking Christian schools and the right to be able to function according to their ethos. Those particular politicians are coming under special close scrutiny with you, aren't they?
1: They are, and so we have gone out quite hard in those electorates, and we've we've pinpointed um, a number of them, and we've said, look, this, all we're doing, Neil, is telling the truth. This is how this person voted, and so we're asking the question of the voters in those electorates. Does this actually accord with your values? Does this attack on faith communities? Does that sit comfortably with you? And you know, for some Neil, it will. Some will say, "Yeah, we that's what we want." So we're not telling people how to vote, but we are trying to um, highlight this is how this person voted. They have voted. Um, they've to voted to remove a law that protects the values of faith-based schools, does that actually accord with your values? Are you happy with that? And if you're not happy with that, you should not be giving that person your vote.
0: And there'll be particular electorates that will be targeted, and it's of those rogue MPs who uh, sought to attack Christian schools, uh, sought to take away the religious freedom of Australians, you've got all sorts of things planned. Uh, You've got flyers, digital ads, uh, phone canvassing, billboards, uh, anything you can do to draw attention to this. Uh, That's pretty significant, isn't it?
1: We have, our supporters have given us a million dollars to spend in this election and we intend to use it very wisely and very in a targeted fashion to make sure that we don't waste a single dollar of it. And so we will be, um, we've got artwork that's already out there but we'll also be repeating that artwork, as you say, on billboards, even on the sides of trucks, but we'll be doing social media as well. Uh, This is how important this really is. And, you know, we did some polling to see um, whether the message was needed because we don't want to waste a single dollar. We believe this money is is God's money, and so we want to be very careful and wise stewards. So we did some polling, and we found that close to one in two voters were unaware of the role played by their particular MP in an, in a bid to protect religious Australians from discrimination. So most people, or half of the people who are voting, um, close to half, did not realise the importance of this. So that polling just gave us more, um, I guess, ammunition to, to go in and say, yep, this is what we really need to do. We need to highlight the voting pattern of these, these um, in these electorates.
0: Uh, Wendy I know that you're often running too with other election campaigning initiatives like meet the candidate forums Uh, some of those already successfully conducted how are they going and what are you anticipating for the rest of the campaign?
1: They've been overwhelmingly supported we had um, the first one that we had was at the Gold Coast we had a full house there it was close to 800 people who who came that night and it was a really good night for people to hear from the people directly who they have to vote for. So they're, they're hearing from their candidates, both in the Senate and also in the lower house. We have um, forums coming up in uh, Tasmania. We also have them in South Australia and the Northern Territory. And it just people need to just keep watching because we're adding forums to our event list all of the time. Um, but again, these forums are not just going to be in, scattered around the country, but they're going to be very um, carefully targeted uh, in, the candidate, in the electorates that we believe we really need to try and highlight the goodies and the baddies.
0: Now, you've got people, researchers, working on the ways that candidates and parties have voted and will vote, according to a whole lot of different uh, political policy issues. Where can listeners get some of that detail?
1: So we've sent out a questionnaire, and the questions are on things like um, consent education, the national curriculum, uh, gender ideology, but parental rights, but also just things like um, the Born Alive Bill that's still uh, been tabled by a private member's bill, mature minor policy, the My Health Record, the religious freedom um, bill, obviously, but humanitarian aid, all of these things, we've got questions, and we're going to put those questions up on our website so that people can even take those questions and ask their own candidates. If, you know that we're very happy for them to use our questions, but we'll also be putting up the answers. We have, at the moment, we have sent out to uh, close to eight hundred candidates across Australia. We're seeking to, to send this questionnaire to every single candidate in every electorate. And so that we'll be able to inform people, This is these are the questions and this is how your candidates answered. Carefully and prayerfully decide who you vote on the basis of these answers.
0: And in past election campaigns, when these sorts of questionnaires have been sent out, some parties have been... Uh, able to dodge by not responding that actually speaks louder than words if candidates and parties don't respond are you anticipating a good response this time around wendy
1: we're hoping so because i think even um, after the last election the labor party made it very clear that one of the reasons they believe they lost the election was because they were not appealing to the religious communities around australia And I mean, the word Christian even was mentioned 25 times in their report after the last election. So they um, have made an undertaking that they will definitely answer these questionnaires. So we're expecting uh, other um, parties to follow suit. But if parties refuse to answer, we will be making that public as well. Because as you say, that also sends a message. If they're not prepared to answer one of the largest constituencies across Australia, then there is a problem.
0: So the ACL website, acl.org.au, is where listeners today will be able to access some of this research as it comes out. And no doubt with pre-poll voting happening before too long, uh, there's a certain urgency, isn't there, in getting some of this detail so that voters can actually make that assessment of candidates and parties?
1: There really is. Um, Most candidates have already um, registered as a candidate, but people don't have to register until sort of probably midway through May so we will continue to send the questionnaire out, and we will be adding to our information. But it is becoming, uh, it is getting closer and closer all the time. And as you say, pre-polling, uh, uh, it's almost most of Australians vote before the day now. Um, so, and especially I think after the pandemic, people seem to be choosing to do that. So we will make sure that our information is up in well and well and truly in good time for people. Um, to be able to use it to to help make their choices.
0: And Wendy, just on the motivations here, as we come back to that, the thought that this campaign that the Australian Christian Lobby is running is... Blind to party colours. In other words, not taking sides, not taking a partisan stance here, but actually highlighting the people over parties. That's what you're encouraging Christian voters to do, judge the people over parties. And that's something that, you know, sometimes people have perceptions that somehow the Christians will be favouring one side over another. But you're determined to say this is people over parties and not party colours. We see
1: that as being really important. And it's not that the parties don't matter. Obviously, there are party positions that do matter. But what we want people to do as they go into this election is to look further than that, look further than the party platform. What we saw in the last election was both major parties promising that they would deliver on religious freedom laws, for instance. But when it came down to it, they were not able to. And the reason they weren't able to was because of the people in their parties. So the people in their parties actually blocked a major piece of legislation getting through. And so, yes, the parties do matter. and we do not We're not saying that they don't matter at all, but the people in the parties are what make up the decisions because neither party was actually able to progress religious freedom in the last parliament. We don't want that to happen again.
0: So there are good people and there are bad people on all sides. And you're highlighting this time... Calling Christian voters to be especially capable in the way that they're doing some research so they can put people over parties. Well, National Director of Politics for the Australian Christian Lobby, Wendy Francis, thank you so much for giving us your insights today. Let's point people to that website once again acl.org.au. That's acl.org.au. Wendy, thanks so much for sharing those things with us today on 2020.
1: Thank you very much, Neil. God bless you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand
0: from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.